Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. How's it going? Daniel Bloodworth. That raisin intensity. Brandon Jones. I like raisins. And Ian Hink. You stole my joke. I was going to say I like raisins. (laughs) It's hard to get your jokes in with this crew, you know? We're all on top of each other. What's up? Go. Oh, I just heard you. Actually, it wasn't do. What'd you say? It was stole. What? From what? what? Uh, Like stole. Yeah. You know. Stole. 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 Let's play Recruit Me. This is where patrons of Easy Allies submit RPG characters to join our party. Mm-hmm. How's our party doing, by the way? We only have one extra member. Okay. Uh, so it's us and... Wait, and it's just us and Steve? I thought Steve? we had two. Us and Steve. I thought somebody else was in there. I thought one other one made it in. Well, I think only one other person has ever survived the, the dreaded role yeah. of the podcast, but they weren't in our party. Right, that's oh, our nemesis. Maybe, oh, that's it's the person who can see one day in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Steve, Slytherin Steve is in the party. So many bits, so many Slytherin deaths. Steve. Well, let's see if we can get one more. Let's see. So this one comes from the classiest hobo. Okay. <laughs> I'm a wizard with a magical marker as a wand. Okay. I can draw usable items into existence. Oh. I'm a, I am bad at drawing... And it is difficult to guess what I created and how to use it. My name is Marvin Parlance. Would you have me join this party? So they can draw, but they're bad at it, and the things they draw come to life? Yeah, so we we get these, like, weird objects, and we're not quite sure how to use them. Right. We're like, what is what is that? I'm imagining, (laughs) like, like like an animation cell with nothing colored in. Like just like a squiggly black line. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's, that's what we're picking up. And the thing, the problem with Marvin is we can't understand his language. Oh no. Yeah, and so like he can, I feel like he can understand us, you know, because he tries to draw something that we could use, right. but I, he tries to explain it to us. It does us no good. And he's the only one who can use the marker. Yes. So we can't just like club him and steal it. No, uh-huh. I mean like he can barely use it himself. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love it. Hmm. I don't see the drawback here. Uh, yeah, I don't see the drawback. Yeah, you have to figure out what they're to do with the stuff. But I mean, it's not like they're gonna hurt us. Well, I mean, if he draws a sword and you don't know, in the heat of battle, it, like, it becomes cut. a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't want an added layer like that. It'll confuse the enemies too, though, and we can employ him strategically. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean like you know. Use him in situations where having some kind of crazy set of triangles that's supposed to be a horse won't cause us problems, but could confound and, and bewilder an enemy. <laughs> that doesn't seem highly strategic to me. Oh, how, it's, how long it's has all he strategy. been drawing? Is this just like a lost cause? Is he never going to get better at yeah, drawing? Or yeah, like- I feel like it's like my dad, you know what I mean? Like he, My dad can put some drawings together, but I don't think at this point he's ever going to be good at drawing. Okay. 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 <laughs> I would recruit. Yeah, do I would tweet this at Carl's dad. <laughs> <laughs> he listens sometimes. My dad listens to the podcast. Awesome. Wait, your dad can't draw. You can draw. What's up? You're you talking can't. to my dad? That's why he brought up his dad. He's yeah. unlike me. Right. Oh, yeah. are we recruiting you know. your dad? I mean, I'm not an. ER We're not guy. recruiting my dad. He's not available. <laughs> but is your dad a romance option? <laughs> He's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marvin also not a romance option. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Still in. He can draw me a romance I think, I think I'm in. <laughs> Ooh. Jones, are you in? I don't know. I'm on the fence. I mean, I'm, I'm no, too. Okay. So. All right. Okay. He's not in. We need a unanimous I'm decision. I'm nervous, yeah. Uh, Marvin is out. Things are going to be weird used against us. At the, uh, at the end of the podcast, we will see if Marvin survives to become one of our tricked. enemies. Because they got to tell us, you know, like, that there's like an audition process. 
So if this person turns into a villain, like we know no, what Jones, they're bringing. If he if he makes a squid gun, what are you gonna do? Um, can we get a bottle of Windex? No, like what if he, blood? What if he just makes like a little earthquake machine? You know what I mean? Like he could make anything with this, and I, you turn him down. Doesn't sound like he can. Ugh. I have doubts. Like if it does, yeah. Does it because he says it's something, it works like that, or does it have to actually like? Look it's his intent. Like it? It's his intent. The intent of the drawing. So yeah, if some yeah, like, squiggly looking right. thing comes out and it just doesn't look right, but it goes, that is a automatic gun. Not, not yes, going to work. In Marvel's it will work language. like yes. an automatic gun. Yes. Okay, I thought it was you like messed not up. Work. You might not you know where the fine. front of the yeah. gun is. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's so, a very good point. That's a very Bloodworth. good point, <laughs> Oh, it works. It's a risk. It's a risk. <laughs> uh, let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, Welcome to Animal Crossing is actually how that trailer ended. So that so a lot of people think that might be the title. I just nah, agree. they did that with the first Animal Crossing. Yeah, I don't think it'll be called Welcome to Animal Crossing, but a lot oh. of comments said it didn't just say Animal Crossing. It did at least say Welcome to Animal Crossing. Fun detail. Yep. I thought about mentioning that, but yeah, I didn't think it was the title. Uh, the reason why GTA 5 is always in the top NPD list. Oh, this is a, like a little life hack here. Ready? It's cheaper. I don't think this is the reason, but I thought this was a funny comment. It's cheaper to get GTA GTA Online money by buying the retail version rather than buying the shark cards, and then you can resell that GTA 5 retail version that you just got. So you, when you buy the physical edition, you get a bunch of stupid pretend money for, okay. for GTA Online, I see. and then you take that game back to GameStop. I you're see. ahead, buddy. Well, you're not ahead, but it's cheaper than buying the shark cards within the game with your credit card. I see. Isn't that nuts? But wait. But are they like a code in the package? I guess so, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you, you have to. Can you? You can't return them for full credit if they're open. You don't get your money back. You don't get your money back, you but you get, get GameStop credit. I mean, I yeah, I get your point. If you open it and, but the, I guess they said taking it back to GameStop, so the trade-in value must be good. Because if you just resell it, I know. I guarantee it's not. <laughs> for GTA Five, you're like yeah, trading that in. That's yeah, why you, I don't get why you yes. go to GameStop. Like, you, you, I know people who like. I just want a special item in this game. I already have the game. You yeah. can only get it if you buy a special edition. All right, I bought it. I took the special item off like the back, but still, here you go on eBay. It's the game. It's new. Trust me, it doesn't have the code though. All right. Oh, that's some dirty deeds. But they, no, but they, they're up front. They're like, it doesn't have the code. But I, I mean, code, if but that's the, the reason the mm -hmm. sales are so high, why would people be buying this. the sell, the used copies? That doesn't make sense. Nobody's buying used copies of no, GTA 5. They're not counting that in NPD. Yeah. yeah. But it's, but the people buying them are selling them to somebody. Maybe they're buying them and then returning them to, to Best Buy for full credit, just saying, oh, my grandma got me the wrong thing. Best Buy, you should look into this. Uh, Pocket but, uh, Card Jockey hmm. was the Game Freak game that I was trying to think of, uh, okay. where you have a little horse racing. But you don't play poker, you play solitaire. Okay. While the horses race, so there's, it's not double gambling. Uh, Sega doesn't report digital sales to the NPDs, so it is possible that Yakuza and Shenmue would have ranked in the top twenty mm. if she, if Sega would report those numbers. Crazy, yeah. And correction, please. Not a lot of the left. I think it's like Sega and Bandai Namco and Nintendo right now are the holdouts for not reporting digital sales. Hey, come on, just report them. Yeah. What do you gotta be scared about? <laughs> Let's see. We'll be happy for you. Uh, let's do some news. Uh, I want to do this story first because it's not bad news. Let us talk about XO18. This was just announced. This is an event to celebrate the Xbox and all things Xbox. Uh, it will be held in Mexico City this year. Uh, November 10th through 11th is when it's running. And there will be the largest 
inside Xbox ever. It's running from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. DFCT on Saturday. What is DF? What time know, zone is that's that? That's Central Time, though. Oh, okay. Oh, CT. Right. I wonder what DF is. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a, Central Time. So that is a two-hour inside Xbox. Inside Xbox, I think, is weekly. It's something that Xbox does every week. It's streaming, like, hey, here's what's coming up. Here's let's I just check out this thing. And stuff, though. Okay. I don't think it's every every week. Cool. But, but there's never been a two-hour one. Um, well, what was Gamescom? How long was that Gamescom one? Gamescom was long. That was not short. Yeah. Them telling me that it's going to be longer is not a sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, <laughs> right, two hours to me kind of insinuates that kind of gamescom pace, actually. That thing was long at Gamescom. Was that an hour and a half? Probably it was, felt like it was two hours. That yeah. must have been, it seemed it like it was long. Close. Yeah. Also going to be uh, those... I'm interested there are going to be those funny cues again. Like, hmm. let's check, like, mentioning the B roll, and then they don't show it again. That was like one of the funniest things I saw. <laughs> I was During like, Gamescom, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, so, this is a this is a big Xbox event. There will be fans there. It is basically the uh, fan fest of this year. Uh, it's interesting they're holding it in Mexico City. Uh, it, it is an interesting thing to announce uh, to me. Bloodworth, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Bloodworth very confidently says, I bet they're going to show new hardware. Oh, yeah. In November, well, Bloodworth. Yeah, hinting at new hardware. I don't know how much they'll show of it. They already hinted, man. The hint's out. That, but that's what I mean. It's, but I, I don't think we're going to get like a full giant blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about showing, uh, you know, announcing first party and third party titles. Right. There. I should have put that in there. Yeah. There yeah. will be announcements in those yeah. two hours. And they talked about the fact that like, this used to be a show that they did every year, um, like last decade. Um, but, uh, and what, uh, I think as I was looking up XO six or XO five, I think is when they showed like the full three sixty launch lineup. So it's been a significant event in the past. Wait, XO5. So he, well, here's or was what it I, XO6? One of those. It may have been, uh, but yeah, because 360 launch up. Like, yeah. yeah, it was probably 06. Um, I remember like MTV covering the Xbox 360 launch. Right. That thing was well, nuts. So that happened first, and then yeah. there was the XO6 event. Oh, to have the full came thing. came out in 2005. It was 2005. Yeah, and there was XO5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And XO5 was and then the very Wii and first And PS3 ever is 2006. Yeah, XO5 yeah, yeah. was the very first one. Thanks, Damiani. Yeah. Thanks for fact checking that. Uh, so, Bloodworth, do you. Do you what are they going to show? Like a, a game? Do you think we'll see a game running on next gen hardware or hypothetical next gen hardware? I think we might already have. What is that supposed to mean? The uh, Halo Infinite. Like that was really vague and cheeky and. Blood. Every time I bring this up, I get five comments insisting that was Xbox One hardware. Sure. Because they're they're saying this game will come out on Xbox One. Don't it worry. It will about it. come out on Xbox One hardware. <laughs> sure, that doesn't mean that's what we saw. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think it might be an Xbox One X. I'm not sure. You're right. That we I mean, may have already here's seen. Here's the thing. It. Yeah. If 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 this hardware is not backwards compatible, like Microsoft are fools. What have they been wasting all their time on? Oh yeah. Oh, it is for sure. It yeah. is absolutely for sure. Yeah. So be I I feel like a lot of the launch lineup is going to be you know playable on Xbox One. Yeah. Like there are gonna be games that like you just put the disc in whatever system you own. I'm just I'm looking for that Watch Dogs moment. It, it sucks because Watch Dogs turned out to be mostly fake what they showed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say mostly, but uh, largely. Uh, I, I want that. I want to see that at XO18. Is that unrealistic to expect? I don't think so. 
But I think we'll have to see with how the weeks go leading up to it, like how much of a big deal they make about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like in some ways, like today's announcement, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't like a like huge get excited about this, right? It was like it was another episode of Inside Xbox and Phil Spencer's talking about, hey, you know, just they're just sitting in a studio, you know, talking about. That's this. where they made the announcement. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just checking out their press stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. We didn't know what console Watch Dogs was on, though. That was the fun part, John. So yeah. they're like, we won't say. Well, but that takes the fun part out of it. If if, if it's at an Xbox event and they're like, here's gameplay of a new game that is going to be that sounds extremely unlikely really yeah i love the wink wink you remember star wars 1313 that was the wink wink there's just like yeah but we can't say what consoles this game is going to be on that was so fun you don't think they'll do that there's no mystery it's like if i don't know what console it's running on it's the console you haven't announced yet officially (laughs) you're right because it's it's not like it's at an ea event or you know something Uh, is doing another weird thing about it they they announced uh that they're announced they're doing official mouse and keyboard support for Xbox One with a partnership with Razer. And they said that, and Razer's also saying that they're going to have more to show about that at the XO18. More to show? Yeah. What what else is Razer going to have? That's fun. Like, what more could you possibly show (laughs) other than a mouse and keyboard? (laughs) So, yeah, that's fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, they got to fill two hours. I don't think it's going to be all killer, no filler. Oh, there's going to be filler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but <laughs> there might be some pretty big announcements coming from Xbox this November. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's that might be it, man. That might be here is Scarlet. Xbox, Scarlet. Damiani, no signs of PSX yet. Correct. What's going on? Is Xbox coming in and eating their lunch? I mean... I think so. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. My, my theory is... That basically Microsoft knows they need to be proactive and they I think they know they need to be ahead of Sony with whatever is happening next. They will have an advantage if they can get out faster. Yes, uh, definitely. They will definitely help them out. Um, I don't know if this November event is going to be like the big blowout. Right. I, I feel like it more be about it may more be about, hey, we are just doubling down. We are working on new hardware. Very soon we'll be ready to show it to you, but we've got other big announcements to talk about. May they allude to some partners that will be involved yeah. with it, but I think it's going to be more about studio announcements. Like, hey, we've got new studios working for us, or we've acquired new studios, um, like big first-party games. Like that was kind of the thing in E3. Is like we're doubling down on gaming. We're actually that surprised me. Like going after all these studios, we want to scoop them up. We want a stronger first-party lineup. We're kind of tired of being poked fun at by everyone. Like, where's your first-party games? Like, yeah. why can't I do that? As to your question about like Sony, I think most everything about Sony is known right now, and I don't know if it's enough to b- get people excited about a PS, like having a PSX, because you got The Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. you got uh, not Sekiro, um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and you've got a Death Stranding, or like there are three big like the Days Gone and and Days Gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are your big ones left. Dreams. These are no release window at all. Of those, Death Stranding, Last of Us, and Ghost of Tsushima, the ones we like, I think people really want to see a lot more gameplay. Show us this in action. That was their E3. That was like their trinity. This could be like PSX could have those three games, which would be a big deal. But I don't think they have anything else to announce yet. I think it's too early for them. I think 
they would rather wait a little bit longer when the timing might be better for them to announce, hey, we like, we can't do PSX in December because we have an event scheduled possibly later, maybe next year, maybe in the early half of next year, to announce, following them what they did with PS4, we want to announce a new console at our next event. If we do PSX, we don't announce PS5, we just have three or four games there, and no big announcements, we were like, why... They still, uh, still got to tell us about how we're going to change our, our names, though. I don't think that's, that's happening. That's a promise. I bet you that, that does not happen. Until it wasn't pre- promise. It was promise at the next PSX. They, no, they, play, they said they have an update. Nice. No, I thought nice. he said this next this time next year. He said, I wouldn't be surprised if sometime within the next 12 months or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, look, I'll look up the exact Let's word. get that exact quote because it's well, a little silly. It's a little fluffy. I would guess at this point, it probably won't be happening until PS5. <laughs> It'll probably be a feature. So I have a juicy question for the panel. Are we out of new PlayStation announcements that won't be PlayStation 5 games? Will the next new Sony Interactive Entertainment game announcement be a PlayStation 5 game? Very least, it will be cross-platform, I think. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. safe. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. You think we're there? Blood, you don't think we're there? I don't know if we're there yet. I mean, I think that they're still going to have games coming out for PS4 even somewhat after yeah. the PS5. Oh, I, I don't mean exclusive. Oh, but you mean even like we get 3DS games right now that aren't on Switch. You mean yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, that could be. Uh, let me ask the same question for Xbox. I think it's even easier. Uh, are there going to be any new Microsoft Studios announcements that are not next Xbox games? Oh, yeah. I think they'll have new announcements that are just for Xbox One. Really? Uh, this was this upcoming event? Yeah, I think they will. Okay. I think, um, I think it's a little too soon for like everything to be assumed to be... For the next hardware. Yeah, yeah. I guess we gotta we gotta settle that first. Yeah. Between 2019 and 2020, because that does change your where you think the, these things are going and, and what would be announced. Do you think 2019 or 2020 for the next consoles? I mean, I, I well, when they're coming out. Yeah. I think I think end of 2019, early 2020 is probably when we'll see them. But I do. I am buying more and more to the fact that I don't. You're, I actually now think they are not going to pull any kind of support on the current gen consoles for longer. Actually, sure. It sounds like everything they're saying is pointing to these Xbox One, PS4 will actually will be supported for at least another two, maybe three years. Doesn't matter if a new console comes out next fall. We're going to expect these games to be cross-platform for a while, at the very least. Or games are still be coming to them. We're not abandoning them just like yet. Uh, what do you two think between nineteen and twenty? I gotta, I gotta check every once in a while. Um, I still, I think more leaning towards twenty. Do you think early twenty like, or late twenty? Uh, late twenty. Jones, where are you? I think late this? whatever. Yeah, late nineteen or late twenty. I don't see that console coming out early in the year. Yeah, either of them. Right? I think they'll want to. They want to get a good meaty E three out of it. Uh, Johns, I'm going to have you play the role of Sean Layden, please. Wonderful. I hope we'll see events occur that you won't have to ask me that question next PSX. (laughs) The elves at the North Pole have been working on it. He went on to say that the ability to change your PSN name is, quote, more complex than you think. It might be December right. 2017. If there's no PSX this I'm year. I'm sorry, one more, one more time. I hope the events occur. I hope we'll see events occur that you, you won't, won't have, have to ask me, me that, that question. question. Next. Yeah. So, uh, How happened? can you formulate a sentence like that? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing three steps on that sentence yeah, to even wow. make that come oh, out of your mouth. Canceling PSX, is, that falls right in line. He's yes, like, that, yeah. is, that is exactly the, the reason. Yeah, have yeah. events yeah. have occurred. <laughs> that is why PSX you can't has been canceled. Ask it next Sorry. PSX. Oh, God. They just sat down and he's like, guys, I said this earlier. <laughs> yeah. We have to 
no no PSXs here, please. It's ins- We're not ready. It's insane. The the elves at the North Pole have been working on it. Implies to me there are people employed by Sony who've been working on this thing and can't figure it out. Right? Yeah. Just uh, sorry, boss. It's still it's, impossible. It's like okay, keep at it. Really, you know, is that what the process is? Yeah. <laughs> Can we? Is there any been any developer who's been able like allowed to speak on this issue? It just sounds like because it's tied back it's, so far. It's very and it's, clear and, what the problem and, like, is. Actually. Yeah, the PSN core yes. like infrastructure to change it that way would just Some, be like someone on a forum said that. There's a rumor that it would be able to change, but you'd have to like give up your rights to everything pre PS4 or some weird. Th- I don't know how much truth there is to that. That was a rumor. But, yeah, yeah. To, to me, it's dumb. I think I think what they would have to do is I would just think you allow would just add another l- layer. Like you have the yeah. real name layer, yeah. so why couldn't right. you just have a display name? And this thing is just. I think yeah. you have a lot of people that say it didn't work. I don't have access to my games. A lot of people, oops, I misspelled it. You know, I got to do it again. A lot of people, hey, it didn't work. Hey, this guy stole my account. And I think, like, whatever that support team is, they don't want to spend money on that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, you know what? To whoever you have to call to complain about that, they're like, we don't want to. Like, Not sh- worth it. Name changing to me is the least important aspect of sure. any of this. Uh, but the, the thing I was thinking, though, I kind of think that, like the reason we haven't heard that much about PSX being canceled is that like Sony has been kind of dodgy on whether they'll do it or not. And I think that possibly the reason XO18 has come up is that we've had third parties that are like, hey, we prepped this stuff for PSX and uh, it's not happening. <laughs> so, so you almost see it as a sign that PSX isn't happening, that this is happening yeah, and it is happening. That's interesting. That they're, just, they're just sweeping up the whatever trailers and stuff were going to be shown off at PSX. Yep. Uh, Keely scratch because I think the way and, and uh, definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the way that that was worded it sounded like the Mexico City Fan Fest was already a thing that was going to happen, oh, that's and then they brought XO18 on top of that to Ooh. like, oh, we're gonna have a bunch of big announcements here now. The way it's written, blood, that does uh, I would believe you because it doesn't seem like that is the announcement. It does seem they seem to be focusing on this thing, the inside Xbox, which you can watch on on Mixer and all that. Yeah, that's interesting, blood. I wonder if that's right. I wonder if they just doubled down on it really uh, recently. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that'll be interesting stuff to cover in November. Until then, we just keep wondering about next gen. I kind of love this time frame. I like that we have three different people with three different opinions about when that console is coming out. Both of them. I do agree with Damiani. At the very least, they're both coming out at the same time. Yeah. Nobody wants to be second. And and basically, that's what happened with, uh, with one, and, one and yeah. PS4. That was the right thing to do with that. Even if one was rushed, I think one of those was rushed, uh, you just can't. You can't be late to that party. Let's talk about Telltale. So, if you don't know what happened to Telltale, I'm going to try to catch you up uh, as succinctly as possible. Telltale Games is basically done. In the course of one week, uh, a huge video game studio uh, is essentially, mostly... Uh, almost entirely closed. I think upwards of 250 people uh, were let go from the business. Um, There's a lot to talk about in regards to how poorly run this studio was. I kind of don't want to cover that too much on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Basically, this poor studio had a a bad boss or two. Uh, 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 basically, they, re- they tried to restructure in 2017. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds like they changed management and the new guys just been trying to clean up and... Couldn't. couldn't. It was too yeah. late. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the founders. He was the CEO. Uh, he was voted out 
last year. Just like the board was like, hey, no, you know what? I shouldn't get into any of that. I shouldn't say anybody was like anything. But anyway, what I want to do with this episode is, hey, that sucks, right? Uh, A couple of games were canceled. Uh, Stranger Things canceled. Uh, uh, Werewolf Within Season 2 straight out canceled. Wolf Among Us. Uh, Sorry, Wolf Among Us. Stranger Things probably still happening, but from a different developer with Netflix producing and releasing it. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, Netflix Netflix announced that. Like, hey, hey, whatever. We're still doing our thing. Um, Yeah. Go ahead. Well, and Netflix maybe still they're still skeleton crewing Minecraft story mode for them. Yeah, so yeah, that is what the like twenty five people are left on to do. And Ian, this this I was just like learning about this stuff today. Basically, it's interactive Netflix, so it yeah. will it will remain like an interactive game Minecraft story mode that you play through Netflix, which is something they've probably been wanting to do for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's actually how they got Stranger Things as well. Is they're just like shaking hands with Netflix. Uh, uh, so yeah, it looks like some of that will work out. It looks like Telltale continues at least through that. But uh, uh, I, again, this is stuff I don't want to talk about. Too, but it's, it's crushing. The people were not warned. The people who were working there were not warned. In within uh, uh, a half hour is when they told like you have a half hour to leave the studio, which um, is insane. It's insane. And like their email was automatically shut off. Like. I guess, like, the second they were told. Right. You cannot save your contacts. You, like, you go back to your computer, you're, like, locked out already. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, crazy just how that was poorly handled. You know, it's hard to imagine that management had no idea they would be closed immediately. Yeah, well, and and the stories here about people that had just been hired, like, that week and, like, moved all the way across the country and hadn't even got a paycheck or whatever. You know, it's just... And got to go back. Uh, but what I thought would be interesting would be to go through the history of Telltale because, I mean, it's not that old. Telltale Games is not that old. It's a pretty, uh, I mean, relatively new studio. Um, uh, I would say they've been around for quite a while. Yeah, I guess, well, but I think of like, you know, they, they weren't there for the PS1 era. They weren't there for the PS2 era. You know, they started 360 era. Didn't they start a little bit before that? Started in February 11th, 2005 is the first game from Telltale. Okay. Do you have do you have any idea what that is? Uh, that's still before 360, but... Um, yeah, it is. What is that? It's Telltale Texas Hold'em. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I, I had to like first click on First game this. putting their name uh, in it. Yes. Go get it. Uh, and yeah, it's so funny to do that. Uh, basically, it's like it's a bunch of fictional characters just playing poker. Eventually, we'll talk about it a little more. They ca- carried on that theory. But yeah, that was their first game. Uh, it wasn't why the studio was created. The studio was created uh, from former LucasArts people, three of them. Uh, LucasArts said in 2005, um, uh, hey... We're done doing adventure games. We're done doing point-and-click adventure games. And so these three people left. They're like, hey, let's keep doing Sam and Max stuff. You know, and so basically Telltale was created to do Sam and Max. Uh, they got that license, and they got the Bone license. You ever seen that cartoon character Bone, the one yeah. with the big nose? Uh, that was their second game. Bone, out from Boneville. That came out September 15th, 2005. Is that just on PC, or what's that on? That is simply on PC. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it was a standalone game, not episodic. Their first episodic game, I don't think anyone can guess this. That CSI. Was, uh, oh, CSI. Yes. Wow. CSI Three Dimensions of Murder is their first ever episodic <laughs> three game. Three Dimensions. I like murder. that. Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> CSI great. was huge. It's hard to like hard to remember. Like C- oh, yeah. CSI was a big show. I wonder if in 2006 it started getting old. Who knows? Uh, that was March 21st, 2006, so almost a year after uh, Telltale Poker, right? Um 
so there, that was the first one that had five episodes. That was their first episodic wow. shot. Wow. Um, we had a second Bone game uh, the month after uh, called Bone, the Great Cow Race. <laughs> and then finally, Sam and Max Save the World launched October 17th, 2006. That had six episodes. All those came out. And that was Windows. That was Wii and Xbox yep. 360. Did mm. not know that had a Wii release. I think I was at... Heard, I don't know. I didn't, I, for some reason, I knew that. And I don't remember why. Yeah. It might have been at something... Yeah, it was, it was cool they got that license. It was cool that they were able to obtain the Sam and Max license, which they had had for a while. But I think that that was like that was a big launch for them to get to do their Sam and Max game. And I think they're establishing their um, um, repertoire. You know, that, that we know that okay, this is, they're capable of making adventure games at this point. Let's do another CSI game, CSI Hard Heaven. It's that's um. Well, I was hoping it was four dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, September 25th, 2007. So a, a year after the, uh, okay. last one, um, five episodes of that. Nice. I don't even know what those games look like. Do you think they resemble the people who are in the show? I guarantee they do. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. this is all over the place. Yeah. Um, so then we get Sam and Max beyond time and space, wow. uh, wow. November 8th, 2007. So again, just a year later, um, and it's even like closer when you consider that uh, that first Sam and Max ended in April of 2007, and then only in November you get the next se- season, basically. Real television. Yeah. Um, so that was five episodes. That came out on iOS, Windows, Mac OS, uh, PlayStation 3, Wii, and Xbox 360. They're broadening. Feels good. And at that point, they wanted to pick up more licenses. Oh, yeah. Um, can you guess anybody, any of the licenses they picked up here? Well, I don't know. Strong if Bad was really early. Yes, yes, so, yeah. that was one of them. They picked up Strong Bad's yeah, cool game for attractive people. That was one of them. I don't know if it's too soon yet. Nice. I don't know if we're too early. Uh, the next few years, they got Jurassic Park and Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. It yeah, is too early for that. Too early, yeah. Wallace and Gromit. They got. Oh yeah, that was. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah was, they locked down Wallace and I saw Gromit. E3 or something. They made a four-episode series called Wallace and, yeah. Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventures. Yep. What in the world? Yeah, that, yep. that's uh, that's iOS, Windows, and Xbox 360. Oh, sounds like you want to play that, Jones. Well, I wonder how that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very particular style. Not only obviously in just you know the the shape of the characters, but uh, just how it animates in stop motion. I wonder how that was translated. Um, I should mention also, Strong Bad had five episodes. I mean, that to date is the only part of that I've ever met is the only Ardman anything I wonder who wrote that you know like I'm assuming it's the same voice actor as, oh, man. as Wallace but that's that's the only Wallace and Gromit thing I have never absorbed <laughs> like I didn't even know that existed wait I'm sorry you were a huge secret Wallace and Gromit fan I still um, there's no secret the secret's out I love Wallace and Gromit dearly love 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 what yes jokes? yes creature comforts is hilarious if any of you have never seen creature comforts so I wonder if that's on Amazon look that up you know what's frustrating to me is I think so being funny. a middle schooler Ugh. and having somebody tell me Wallace and Gromit's funny and then watching it, it's like, what? It's yeah, just you just like, kind of got to jump in. <laughs> it's just like a it's dog an, and a guy. It's an acquired taste, very mellow, but yes. just like some of the best animated slapstick comedy I've mm. ever seen. Like just really, really great eyes. Like Wallace would be doing a monologue and Gromit would just kind of look at the camera and roll his eyes. And it's like, that was somebody with the little tweezers just literally removed his eyeball around and just so much personality. Oh, dude! Those characters and stop motion's ridiculous. The you can even see like little yeah. fingerprints on them. You know, it's like it's a little rough around the edges, but uh, just so over the top. The wrong trousers, especially. It's just mm-hmm. like, I honestly, I think so of good. I think of that and Nightmare every time I do a box peek and lo- move the camera by accident, just like bump it. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, if I was working on Nightmare Before Christmas, like they I, that we just lost a day. By you know the earthquake, right? The camera. No, they, what happened? Uh, during Nightmare, there was an earthquake, 
and all of the animators were like at home and like they all had collectively the same thing where it was yeah. just like when they're like oh oh are you damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're at home and just asleep yep. and it's like they all you know yeah like the same moment we're like damn that's a week. I absolutely get that. <laughs> I absolutely 100% get that. So uh, this next one's interesting because I can't remember. Uh, there was somebody who was like formerly LucasArts who was liking what they were doing. Oh, uh, LucasArts had a weird transition where they're like, hey, we're cool with doing... There, I got it. Sorry, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page right now. Daryl Rodriguez uh, became CEO of LucasArts in 2008. And LucasArts suddenly is like, hey, adventure games are cool. Look at this area we're in. Again, because Telltale's having success making these games Mm. and uh, gives them what franchise could LucasArts give Telltale? Indiana Jones? Mm-mm. What what franchise would LucasArts give Telltale? Willow? There's not many. Oh, uh, I mean. Adventure game, classic point and click. Oh, uh. The not not maniac. Uh, oh, you're so close. The, yeah, another one. That di- no. Sorry, Ian. What? Full throttle? No. The close. Dig? You guys. Space Quest. Our audience is no. going nuts oh, no. right now. They are pulling their hair <laughs> Space out. Space Quest is not. <laughs> is, is, yeah, this is going to maniac. What? Te- Space Quest. Tentacle. What's the one Sierra. after that? Oh, that's Sierra. You're yeah. Right you are so close. I know. Classic Lucas? point and click. Mon- not Monkey Island. Mon- it's Monkey Island. Oh, Monkey, I said Monkey Island. Island. When did you oh. say Monkey Island? Just. Like not you know, a couple of guesses ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Monkey yeah. Island. All three of them. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean they got the franchise, oh, so they wow. started making their own Monkey Island games. So they had that they had that trust with LucasArts at that time wow. that Telltale got to make Monkey Tales so, of Monkey Island. Games. So much of this is just new to me. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Uh, so that was 2009, July of 2009. They got to do five episodes of Tales of Monkey Island. Wow. Yep. Telltale's. Hmm. Forward momentum here. Is this just 3D? Do you, do you have like screenshots in that? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah, I think that's 3D. Because they made some weird 3D Monkey Islands later on. We were like, <laughs> I, I think I might be one of those. Odd. I think yeah, I might I be one of those Jones. But hey, hmm. whatever. You got that license. Uh, hey, we're doing well. How about another CSI game? CSI <laughs> Deadly Intent. Uh, uh, that is another year later, October twentieth, two thousand nine. <laughs> another five episodes. Hey, let's just make that CSI money. Back to Sam and Max, The Devil's Playhouse. We have another five-episode series there uh, starting in April of 2010. Um, Wow, 2010 is a big year. Uh, Next one we have is their uh, original IP. So at this point, they were trying out their own stuff, and they wouldn't wouldn't commit to a five-episode series. They're like, hey, let's just make one little short little game. It was called Nelson Tether's Puzzle Agent. Anyone? Nope. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing on that. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a standalone game. Uh, Came out on PS3, iOS, Windows, Mac OS. Wow. Weird that I skipped 360 on that. Um, Wait. They've been skipping 360. Wow. Tales of Monkey Island. No 360 release. Come on, dudes. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, So we got those. We're doing great. It's 2010. It's another year. How about another CSI game? Uh, (laughs) Fatal Conspiracy. CSI Fatal Conspiracy. Each of these are five episodes? Yeah. (laughs) They're all five episodes. Are we at four now? I think we are. I think we're at four CSI games. Um, Then we have another standalone interesting game called Poker Night at the Inventory. Do you remember these games? Negative. So these are nuts. These have, I should look at it clearly to see how many people, how many, like, weird franchises are in there yeah okay so it's got um whatever the rabbit i think the rabbit is max of sam and max right oh sam's I think a big I dog do remember this yeah so we got that we have uh tyco from penny arcade we have the heavy from team fortress 2 yeah. and we have strong bad all playing poker and that's the game <laughs> and that's simply the game and they just you know they have an attitudes having a game 
Yes, it is Max. Max is the rabbit. And yeah, that was it. And it was just, it was kind of like, it was kind of interesting, actually. I think Texas Hold'em obviously was doing well at the time, but it was cool to see this kind of crossover of unique characters from other franchises and things like that. And I think like the heavy from Team Fortress was most surprising because all those others have been in uh, uh, Telltale games at that point. Then. Wow, really? This is, 2010's a huge year. So, um, Telltale made a deal NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. Let's get some more. Let's get some of your franchises. Let's do some stuff with that. What'd they get? Back to the Future. They got Back to the Future, Jones. And uh, Jurassic Park is coming out. And Jurassic there. Park. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Law and Order, baby. <laughs> 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 gotta, gotta <laughs> and so yeah, they they switched though, and then they have a game called Law and Order Legacies. But we just should one? talk about sorry, <laughs> just one Law and Order. We know that. Uh, no, seven episodes. Why? Seven episodes of Law and Order wow. Legacies. Man, wow. So Back to the Future was a big one for them at the time, their biggest release yet. This is the forward momentum's crazy at that point. So that's December 2010, ending in 2011 on June 23rd. Uh, many consoles released that on that one. I want so. some great CSI correction next week that we are missing out. Yeah. Oh. Some of the best work. three CSI. Oh, yeah, that is actually cool games. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're like not only best Telltale, but just best CSI. You know, really, really some curveballs in there. <laughs> uh, before Jurassic Park released, they tried Puzzle Agent again. Remember that game was called mm. Nursely or something? Um, Nelson Tethers Puzzle Agent. <laughs> they just get, they cut... Good call. Get rid of Nelson Tethers out of your title. Just call it Puzzle Agent. So there was Puzzle <laughs> Agent 2. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nelson Tethers Puzzle Okay, so Puzzle Agent 2, again, no idea. Standalone game. Um, no consoles. That was iOS, Windows, and Mac OS S. Um, so yeah, then Jurassic Park the game. That was uh, four episodes. But I think that was... I think that was not as well received as Back to the Future of the game. I don't. I don't no, think it was, that one it was huge. weird. I was. You weren't really sure what to make of Jurassic Park. Is this some weird kind of like side story? Or are you focusing more on the novel? Mm-hmm. It was just I like, had some weird characters in there I didn't recognize and just wasn't like. I think that one was like famously glitchy when it came out too. Like more than oh, usual. Yeah. That was a very budget yeah, looking yeah, engine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, way more than usual. Important thing though, this. Jurassic Park was actually a big pivotal moment for Telltale because that's the first one where we introduce QTEs. Okay. Jurassic yes. Park the game yeah, yeah. is oh, when they okay. start doing QTEs. It's, uh-huh. it's they're transitioning out of strictly point and click to this kind of like choosy player game, make choices. Do I have remember QTEs. having a lot of questions about like what are we doing? Are you driving the jeep around or what are we? Yeah. Is it a mystery? Are you surviving or what? How what characters are you playing as and? Yeah, it wasn't really until like we we got it. And I was watching somebody play it. That's like, oh, okay. Gosh, yeah. I had no idea so what this was gonna be like. In for that. It's cool. Uh, uh, Law and Order Legacies came after that. Um, oh, a while after that. That's April twenty fourth of two thousand twelve. So we're transitioning two thousand twelve. Two thousand eleven was a big year. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that Law and Order was two thousand eleven. But two thousand twelve is another pivotal year. This is, yeah. I think, the only year we've talked about so far that only has one game released what game could be big enough to take up 2012 well that's the first walking dead right that's the first walking dead and so that was huge the walking dead enormous for them we just Uh, like rolled right over back to the future yeah we're done with back to the future did you want to talk about it more uh well i just i had no frame of reference on jurassic park where i i played back to the future i didn't play all of it but oh cool uh i just remember because jurassic park i was like what is this? And then I finally saw it. I'm like, okay, this isn't for me. I don't necessarily want to do that with the story. And Back to the Future sold me on the concept like immediately. 
I think like just spoilers because it's like the first five minutes of the game. But I just loved that it sets it up, and I was like, oh, you know, hadn't met AJ yet, so I'm just like, wow, this the voice of Marty is really great. Yeah, it is funny. I think it was so good. And it's Doc, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then they like set up the whole beginning, and they put Einstein in the car, and the car takes off, and then he's like, he's like, oh, and then the the phone goes off, and it's just that moment where he grabs Marty and pulls him away, and the car comes back. Nothing happens. He's just like, oh, look out, Marty, and they're like, what? Like, car's not back, and it's just like. I love that moment of Telltale telling you, here we go. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. Now we're get everything you love about Back to the Future, we've established, but now we're going to go over there. And it was, I'm like, what a fun thing to do with a license. And it, even in the later days of Telltale, I was bummed, like, to go into Game of Thrones. And I'd be like, how much fun would it be to be like, you know what? That character doesn't die. You know, like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to take it over here. Yeah. And they just kind of seemed to be safe with franchises after that. And I think Back to the Future was it was it was done. You know, we knew we weren't getting other any other movies, and so they could really come in and just kind of play with redesign the characters a little bit, play with the lore. But like mastered the tone. The tone was perfect. Yeah. And did they got Didn't Christopher it? Lloyd right yeah. to do mm-hmm. Doc? I thought like how how heavy was the involvement from like the uh, yeah, uh what's his Bob Gale Bob and, Gale uh, and uh, Robert Zemeckis? I thought they had some. I don't know. Yeah. I thought there was some involvement from like the team, like the Back to the Future team, like. Because it, it was a huge deal. Like, I know The Walking Dead's always, like, been this is their biggest game. It, like, mm-hmm. set everything off. Like, going into Back to the Future, that seemed like it was the biggest thing ever. Like, this is... It was that and, like, the, the Ghostbusters video game. Like, these are going to be true, like, continuations. Oh, yeah. Official oh, yeah. canon. We can't make movies anymore for various stories. It's hard. Like, you know, Michael J. Fox, unfortunately, can't do... They can act at the time anymore. Ghostbusters, like, uh, we couldn't even agree everyone. And now, like, you know, they're not all alive anymore. So it's like... Great they solution. got Bill Murray for that game. Yeah. That was a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, they got like, like almost everyone except for, I think, Moranis because he had retired. They, they right. called it like an yeah. like, official sequel too, right? Yeah. They basically said it was oh, Ghostbusters Oh, with the Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was weird, yeah. <laughs> but like, that was like a huge thing. And mm-hmm. I remember I, I remember playing the first episode. I was like, yeah, here we go. Like, you know, you could tell like the quality here. And it's kind of sad they never went back to that type of game after Walking Dead. Just like, boom. Huge sales. All every game is going to be Walking Dead now. It's like, uh, yeah. Bob, Bob so, Gale was a story consultant. On nice, the game. man. That's cool. That's really. Cool. But I just hit like one of the one of those catch catchphrases that just oh, just gets right under my skin whenever it happens. Is they're like, you thought you knew the true story. And you're like, stop it. Like, why yes. do you have to like ruin the thing I already watched? Yes. Like, why do you have to be like you were lied to? You know, and, like I just didn't get that vibe for Back to the Future. It was right. like, hey, you love that thing, you'll love this, and you can love both. You yeah. know, like this can go off and mess with your head, but you understand why we're doing it it's playful uh, you know it, it, it reminded me of it it sounded like it but it was its own thing enough for me to enjoy them separately uh cool side fact several of the concepts that uh bob gale and robert zemeckis had had uh for the original part two such as exploration of prohibition era and doc's family history mm-hmm. were reworked into the game cool. so they were like old ideas like alternate ideas that's a neat that's i kind of yeah. You're selling me on the game right now, Jones. <laughs> and I think it's on current-gen stuff, actually. I think uh, that was ported. Yeah, and it's on PS4, I'm Xbox One. Biased, because I know the guy, but one of the best celebrity impersonations I've ever heard in my entire life. AJ LaCasse. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Michael J. Fox. I, I wouldn't and, call it an impersonation. That, I wouldn't that they it... brought Fox for later. I think it was in the last episode yeah. to come back and play the old older Marty. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't call it an impersonation, you know what I mean? Because he's, like, performing. He is, yeah. he is living Sound in that alike. character. Yeah, yeah. Specifically with it. He, he calls yeah. it voice matching, right? Voice, ma- well, voice yeah. match, yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah, for voice matching, a lot of times, 
you you don't get to tell people you did that. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I'm voice matching like five words in a trailer. And as if you were like, oh, it's just I heard that actor and then whoop for a second it wasn't them and then back to the actor. And you're trying to match a performance that's already like, there. Yeah. I know that's not them and they're being brought in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically about CSI. How <laughs> many people they had from the cast. A- <laughs> AJ actually this is just a pointless aside. AJ brought me to meet Bob Gale one time. Uh, uh he's a super nice guy. It was about a book he wrote about high school. It sounded kind of strange, but oh. Yeah, Bob Gale was really nice to us. Cool stuff. AJ Locasio. AJ Locasio. Cool guy. <laughs> uh, okay, so The Walking Dead happened. It happened in 2012. Uh, had five episodes in a standalone game called 400 Days. I remember the trailer, but oh, don't remember yeah. much about that. I, I reviewed the uh, 400, 400 Days. Days. Yeah, it's like an intermission between... Or, yeah, it connects to two games. It's basically a side story about the more survivors and stuff coming to like a survivors like encampment and stuff and you see them all in the second season essentially but okay. it was more just like it was, ba- it was basically like let's show you more of the world of the walking dead and oh they will be seen in season two they made a much bigger deal of it than they ended up being in uh i felt in season two but yeah it it, it felt heavily advertised what t- and uh, walking dead won the video game awards that year yeah. remember that the, VGAs, yeah. the old vgas man that was crazy uh to see <laughs> a game like that you know get or beat out other games that you know have bigger budgets have shooting and jumping and first yeah. person shooting you know, i don't know just it was cool it was cool to see walking dead get there no get it was a big deal yeah. yeah it was uh poker night 2 next game <laughs> oh yeah what that's huge Poker Night 2 is huge? Oh, yeah, you got to follow up The Walking Dead with that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got it. Listen, you're a huge follow-up. But what's kind of cool is uh, they went nuttier with the people in this because Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers is in this. Um, Ash from The Evil Dead is in there. And Claptrap <laughs> and GLaDOS is all, they're all playing <laughs> Poker Yeah. Okay. Ash and Claptrap. Yeah. And so, Clap yeah, it was just kind of, it was kind of like a what? Okay. You know, this is kind of, I don't know if the game actually did that well, but it was kind of a fun announcement. What are Bruce Campbell's percentages on that? He's not in there, actually. I wonder if he had to get, well, it's Ash, you know, but I wonder if he had to, um, what if he had to give up his likeness over? Or if he got to retain any of that? Oh. If they make little Ash action figures, I wonder if Bruce Campbell gets any it, of that. Because it's so much him, the character, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, the Wolf Among Us was next. Mm. So The Wolf Among Us was actually part of the deal with The Walking Dead. Uh, they just got those two graphic novel oh, franchises, okay. you know. Ah. Um, so uh, that came out on October 11th of 2013. So we're in 2013 now. Oh, we were with uh, Poker Night. The, um, wo- the Wolf Among Us was Fables, right? It was like yes. the yes, first, first part of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Huh. Fables is the name of the franchise. Yeah, right? the franchise is Fables. Um, that was five episodes. Uh, highly regarded as one of the best. Yeah. Walking Dead Season 2 is next in December of 2013. I got a tisk from Damiani. If I'm writing down uh, what we've said, I got a TSK coming from Damiani's mouth. <laughs> you didn't like Season 2? Oh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I forget, blanking on the name now. Uh, Kenny? Sure. The, the guy with the Yeah, he was the like, intense guy, yeah. Yeah, like in my story, just in Season 2... Whatever Ooh. what I did to him just seemed so like not right. And like flow it didn't flow well with like what I'd done bef- what I'd seen before wow. going into it. It's just like what is what everyone else seemed like this is like what it'd be like in season two. Kenny was just to me was just like, What are you No, Damiani, use more words. I have no idea what you're talking about. You, well, you said I mean, what they did to Kenny. What did they do to Kenny? His personality and his action seemed way different than I'd just seen him before. I know some time had gone by, mm-hmm. but to me it didn't 
he already went through a lot of shit in the first season. Uh-huh. So season two, he was acting way different. Like, what yeah. else did you really like? I know you had to do what you did to your your child. I know what happened with your, you know, because of that. After. Oh yeah, everybody's got to kill. I'm trying to avoid spoilers here because no, 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 anyone's no, going no. back and playing. We, yeah. we know coming into a Walking Dead game, some zombie children have to die. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. still, like that's part of zombie. Okay. Life. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm oh, trying to be oh, sensitive oh, to people. I some, get that. Yeah. some people might be rushing to go play these now okay, because they're being enough. done. Yeah. But to me, it's. Kenny's personality stuck out. I was doing like the biggest 180 to me. Maybe I need to replay it again. But as I was playing through it, I was just like, I like, I like Kenny's character in the first season. What the hell's wrong with them in this season? I was but like, bye, Kenny. Interesting like, bit of gambling they were doing with him. every game. Like, no that like all it, all it took was that just one moment, one character doing something you don't like. You know, and you can remember that game just like, oh, yeah, that's that thing. Jones, that's like that that's like TV me. writing, too. It works the exact same. It's like, sure. I, I love that show until they killed off, you know, Barbara. Yeah. It's like, what? Come on. I still love that show. I hated Barbara. Nah, what? they got rid of Barbara. Uh, so those two series ran concurrently in 2013 because yeah. basically Wolf Among Us is October, Walking Dead season two, December. Yeah. And so mm. they both had five episodes, but they kind of like, you know, leapfrogged each other. Crazy year leading up to 2014. Uh, in the summer of, and I think we have a pretty established Telltale style at that point. Yeah. By the oh, way, yeah. these are all using the same dumb engine. Uh, all of these games are using the Telltale engine, um, and so yeah, I mean, it was kind of it was basically we're not there yet, but this is where I think we transition into the drag and drop franchise into the Telltale style. You know, obviously the games are good, the writing's good, the, the voice acting's good in all of these, but in terms of game design, there's a lot of copy and paste here going on because the next game, uh, maybe you can guess this one. What was the next franchise they worked with here? Borderlands? Yeah, Jones. Nice. Oh, yeah? Yep. So, uh, uh, 2014, uh, November, so it's the end of 2014, Tales from the Borderlands launches. That's five episodes. That was a cool game. That, yeah. that, that is a game, cool game. That is one of those games. I never played a minute of it, and uh, I've just heard so many good things about that mm-hmm. from people that love the series, don't mm-hmm. love Borderlands 1 and 2, or like, yeah. I loved Tales. It's weird. It's yeah. weird how good it is. Uh, really great, because there's a lot of great voice actors in there. Mm-hmm. You know, Troy's one of the leads, and like I've heard from people that like their performances, they're like, these were really weird characters for them to play, and yeah. um, some really famous sequences from that, and um, and I think one of the first, like go, getting back to tell, uh, back to the future, like a comedy again, you know, like yeah. finally we can, like uh, uh, yeah. uh, Wolf Among Us has some really great odd moments in it, um, but it's you know there's murders, it's it's you know it's kind of like you're bringing out the worst in these people, and so it was just nice to like have something super goofy and really unexpected because you had sci-fi and so you have you know weapons and gadgets are doing things you don't know and characters jumping out of nowhere. Uh, do you know what came after that? Um, Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. You're doing great on guessing these. Nice. So Game of Thrones was next, and this is what I'm saying. This is like, oh, all right. Yeah, didn't ask for that one, but Just sure. Kinda, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was six episodes. Uh, well, what? I think it was weird, too, because it was like... I, I want to say that like they didn't quite get the theme song in there. Wasn't there something weird? You don't oh, no, they, they had music but they had like, And they had the likenesses of people. No, too, but I they, thought that yeah. they had a weird thing with the music. I can't remember what it was. Well. Anyway, it was, again, it was just like, okay, let's just take another franchise in. What was the next franchise? Maybe it was that they just, Batman. like, used the theme song over and over. Not Batman. What came after? Sure. What came after Game of Thrones? You're close, though, Damiani, but. Yeah, we're not the Batman. I had it. You had it. It it's was Minecraft now. story. Oh, that was no. Oh, I didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah, Telltale announced, "Hey, we're doing a Minecraft game," and that was another huge success for them. Obviously, I 
want to say obviously it takes they they put work into it. You know, Patton Oswalt's in there. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it, they wrote it and produced that game, and people like it. And so, yeah, that was a huge deal. Um, again, that Adventure Pass coming to Netflix really had to do their own legwork there because it's like that. That's that franchise is not handing you the story like you not have to like with Game of Thrones or something where it's like oh well what characters of this thing do we want to feature in there yeah and it's like there's no characters not a lot of lore going on here you kind of have to make all of this crazy stuff up on your own yeah so I thought that was kind of cute uh, Walking Dead Michonne came next that was three episodes so like a, like a, I think another in betweener mm-hmm. um, that- so so we've got season one. Yep. Four hundred days. Yes. Season two. Yep. Michonne. In two thousand sixteen is Michonne. Yep. Okay. Uh, also two thousand sixteen, as Damiani said, Batman: The Telltale Series. Mm-hmm. I remember that announcement like, oh. And oh. recently, I just played those games this year. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, they're great. I oh, love it. Was Batman. Game Awards, man. I freaked yeah. out when I first saw that. Oh, that was Game Awards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was five episodes. Uh, Walking Dead: A New Frontier, five episodes. That's a whole season. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was in 2016. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, the mm-hmm. Telltale series. It was 2017 of April. I played the first episode with Damiani. We had a good time, <laughs> but we did not like that. Some, uh, we're kind of confused about the context of the fight with Thanos. Oh, we're, right. We're you like, played Thanos like in the first two yeah. minutes of that. <laughs> we're like, wait a second. What yeah. is going on here? <laughs> Just stop them, Thanos. She's like, no, I'm going to punch Thanos. Uh <sighs> Yeah, I mean, that was announced as a Marvel cooperation first. And, like, yeah, I feel like at that point, it was wearing out, right? It was, yeah. The excitement was, it wasn't like, oh, tell, tell Marvel. It's like, okay, what? And, you know, just, it was weird. Uh, uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 came after that. Batman, Enemy Within, uh, after that. Walking Dead Collection, I shouldn't count that. And so now we're at where we are today, where August 14th was episode one of the final season of The Walking Dead. And uh, episode two, I don't have the date on that, but it was basically the day before this. An- Wait, no, day after. No. Day after this announcement happened. Yeah. Uh, that Telltale like is shutting down. Today that we're recording. Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So that came out today, bud? Today. I December believe so, because Huber said it comes out today. He's not yeah. streaming it until So later two days week, after yeah. the, the entire closure was announced. Uh, I had a really fun time talking about this list. I realized we are deep into this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I lost track of time talking about these Telltale games. I wanna, I wanna have, I wanna wrap that up though. I wanna, I wanna kind of, uh, uh, you know, shut that book. Uh, it's nuts. It's nuts because I think, I think Telltale kind of established a unique genre of games. Uh, the the you know this character will remember that. I know it's not a genre, and I know there's plenty of other things that exist beyond it. I feel I'm bummed out because I think someday another studio will capitalize on the work that they've put in. I think these kinds of games will continue. Sure. Story-driven, episodic games, they're super fun. They're interesting. You can do lots of interesting things with them. And it makes me so sad this studio is gone. Yeah. Makes me so sad Walking Dead's gone, man. Like, uh, to to, to really, like, you know, obviously you've talked about so many things that they did before that, but just, like, have that be the game. It really puts them on the map. They're winning awards. They're they're telling their own story within the Walking Dead universe. It's not messing with anything else. Mm-hmm. They're creating this character that's so beloved and was so fascinating to see this character grow and get older and meet other people and go through this world and survive this incredible scenario. And then finally, okay, we're going to wrap this up. No, it's over. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you know what? I should read the tweet. Just textbook yeah, how to have piss you your the fans off. This, this is where it gets weird. So this was yesterday, John. This is the annoying tweet weird. from at Telltale Games. Hi, everyone. We have a Walking Dead update for you. 
multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping to see the final season through to completion. While we can't make any promises today, we are actively working towards a solution that will allow episodes 3 and 4 to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, episode 2 will release tomorrow across all platforms as planned. We hope to have answers for your other questions soon. I don't like it. I, no, I don't bad like vibes that. all around. Yeah. It, yeah. Does, it does feel like bad vibes. Icky. It, it feels like some other studio is going to pick it up and finish it. I mean, good on that studio, I guess. I, I guess that is the right thing to do. It's just it's a bummer that the team who was working on it can't get the reward of uh, that de- game's development. Has there been any word on like someone just buying the rights to their engine or properties or anything? That's the weird thing, Ian, is that like, they're staying alive. And this is the legal stuff I don't want to get into, but they're yeah. getting sued. It's just, there's a lot of nasty stuff happening with oh, I didn't know they were getting sued, too. Oh, yeah, this is... Hogue wrote me an email. I was like, Hogue, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get into this stuff, man. Um, uh, it's, it's, Ian, it's nuts. Uh, uh, I don't think they're for sale because I think the business has to stay open and for them not to have to do certain payouts and stuff like that. And if it's in like litigation or whatever, they can't sell it or whatever, I'm right. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez. Uh, we'll see. I do think episodes three and four will come out eventually, actually, Johns. But I, I don't, I, th- I don't think it'll be the people who were making episodes one and two. It's a weird part. Weird part. Yeah, it's weird. Weird uh, weird beginning to end. Like, just the way that they're getting this momentum, making these games that they cared yeah. about. It's just it's such a bummer. It's when, such yeah. a bummer. I think the thing that's that's interesting to me is when you went through each of those one by one, mm-hmm. there was more in there that I've, like, felt positively about. Yeah. Whereas in the midst of it, I was just like, oh, another Telltale. You know, it was like, yeah, exactly, yeah. it, it just sort of felt like it had grown stale. But, you know, like, well, Tales for the Borderland was great. Batman was great. There was a lot of great stuff still happening. I think Wolf Among Us Season 2 would have been highly regarded as well. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like they were still good. It just felt like because there was such a constant flow of the same engine and the same style that it, it, it just kind of became background noise. Yeah. Oh, I'm so. I'm. I should read the tweet that came before it, Blood, because basically, yeah. You know what? It was like we didn't have the sales. You know what I mean? Sorry, everyone. We didn't have the sales. Which just. I no. I'm not kidding. It's poor. It's, it's poor. I wonder. Oh, of course. You're waiting for the sales to finish a yes. season of a thing. Like, well, that's the weird thing to me is like, because episode one of the f- final season of Walking Dead came out on August 14th. And the second episode's coming out today, which is August or uh, September 25th. So it's like basically a month. And it's like you're releasing an episode every month and the two final episodes aren't done enough to just say like to at least just be like, here, take them or like with three more weeks, we can debug them and put them out. Like, I don't know how far I wonder how far along episodes three and four were such a tight budget. I think I think Ian, the way they describe the way they describe their crunch, I don't think they're close to done. Right. That's like terrifying to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's like such a scary way to run a business. Uh, The language from the closing tweet. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback. But Ultimately, that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. What sad person has to write these tweets? <laughs> You're right, Blood. I mean, there's not a good way to write that tweet, but man alive. Well, and everyone's for- been fired. So yeah. Because like- yeah. that's their way of saying it. Like, okay, well, hey, all those people go spread our brand of storytelling across the in- Like, oh. Yeah, crisis management. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, did y'all hear that? Oh. Sounds like it's <laughs> okay. podcast halftime. 
The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of September. 16-Bit Psych and Broke Astronaut, two brothers who are budding indie game developers. Check out their games, Stories in Stone, an RPG about exploring an ancient world and forging a bond with your wolf, and The Adventures of Clive McMulligan, a 2D retro-inspired action puzzle platformer with challenging gameplay. L. Thanis. Imagine Bedding. Imagine Bedding is proud to help support the Allies. Every mattress is brand new and made to order. This means they won't start producing your mattress until your name is attached to it. For a limited time, all mattresses are 30% off with code EASY30 on their website, imaginebedding.com. They're also doing a giveaway this month where one lucky buyer will be entered into a drawing to win a Nintendo Switch with an official Pro Controller. See their website for more details. Imagine betting. Imagine good sleep. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hogue Law brings more than a decade of experience forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hogue Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hogue Law. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. Mango. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. And we have a switcheroo. Ooh, beating down Brian, our lovely sponsor, mm-hmm. would like to mention someone else. Okay. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. They can They can say whatever they want to as long as it is okay to say, and this is very okay to say, Be Haunted, a graphic novel currently crowdfunding on Kickstarter. Written by Joey Donaldson and illustrated by oh, hey. Tuna, Be Haunted tells the story of B, a young actress struggling to find her spot on the stage and her place in the world. B's life takes an unexpected and paranormal twist when she finds herself haunted by a horde of ghosts. What do these ghosts want, and where did they come from? Check out BeHaunted.com or the link below to learn more and support this graphic novel. That is BeHaunted, B-E-A, it's her name, B-Haunted. And our mega sponsor, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, would like to mention another property for the (laughs) final month of September. Mm Mm-hmm. Final week Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure <laughs> currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Oh, well played. It so- Jones, it sounds so good to hear you say that again. <laughs> Thanks to Greg. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I had so much planned for this podcast. Let us uh, just let's just laser shot these, right? Uh, an hour after we finished recording the podcast last week, I checked my phone. PlayStation Classic has been announced. <laughs> and I shouted a swear word. Uh, this is a product that has 20 PlayStation 1 games on it. It has two controllers. Neither of them have analog sticks. Uh, the five games announced so far... Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. That product costs $99.99. Okay. Where are the games? 
Where are the games? What other is? <laughs> right. I mean, more to go. I think I think every single podcast that you you get this headline, the discussion is like, okay, what are the other must haves? And to be honest, I'm not I'm not that interested. In, you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, I, I guess I want to know if anybody here finds this to be an appealing product with the games that have been announced so far. Do you want a little PlayStation? I mean, the 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 product itself is fine, but I think you know when you look at the lineups on the NES and the Super NES there's a lot there that finally will convince you. And this is just like, you know, how much was the NES when it first came out? NES was uh, $50, right? So we went from 50 to, to 80. I think it was 60 to 80. I think it was 60. Okay. It was 59 yeah, okay. Yeah. 60 okay. to 80. And now we're at a hundred. With 20 games? You're coming at me with 20 games? Yeah, but we don't, what are the games? And what are the games? I mean, Final Fantasy VII is huge. I'm, I bet the license for yeah. that was more expensive Final than Ridge Racer, right? Yeah. But I mean, we had uh, Final Fantasy three on the Super NES Classic as well. Yeah, NES uh, Classic was sixty, and then Super was eighty, I think. Yeah, but it also had uh, it had another another Square game on there, right? Which one? Uh, Super NES. Uh, Secret amount of Final Fantasy six. Yeah. So we yeah we had those two plus we had you know uh, Castlevania and we had all kinds of stuff, you know and it's just and and then the the, the nuclear dude, yeah. the nuclear was the Star Fox two reason I got it it had yeah. a game that was never released yeah the sickest thing you po- could possibly have on such a product whereas it's like right now it's like okay we got Final Fantasy seven and then we got games that were like okay these were kind of cool. Oh, Tekken. Tekken is also really Tekken good. Tekken 3 is very good. Yeah. Jumping Flash is very good. Uh, yeah, Jumping Flash, I'm a huge dork. I've seen Jumping Flash yeah. to be excited. And I, I wonder if that's for dorks like me, yeah. for me to be like, oh, a little bit of everything. Yeah, but you I know, mean, like, some deep we're cuts, talking about some, some of the triple A's. Crash, Spyro, Tony Hawk, yeah, Metal Gear, Castlevania. Those. Like, there's a lot of stuff. To, like, you, you need the iconic PlayStation games. Yeah. And I realized that, okay, Tony Hawk is impossible. There's no way. There's too many licensing rights. But like, oh, because of the music. Yeah, you're so well, and right. Tony, Tony Hawk Hawk's himself, not even. coming. Yeah. Oh, that hurts blood. But I thought there was a chance for Tony Hawk. Metal Gear, Parappa, stuff like that. Like, why not? Parappa's good. Metal Gear. I don't want to play that with a D-pad. <laughs> well, sure. That's another problem. Yeah, Gran Turismo. You playing that with a D-pad, blood? Again, another problem. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yes. Why is why you know like yeah, Gran Turismo should be on that thing. I, I think it would have made more sense to launch. But this a Gran Turismo is another problem because it's the same thing. Like Music licensing. A hundred car licenses. Oh sure. Or hundreds of car licenses. Uh, I should yeah. say December third yeah. is when that product is coming out. Um, yeah, not announcing this with all twenty games is a huge mistake. And it's coming out in, in December. Massive, massive yeah. mistake. And I guess I can kind of understand where they're like, well, we want to have more headlines. You know, you want to like, we'll do more five, and then the month after that, we'll do five more. You're gonna piss off your fans every time you announce more games. Every time. Yeah. None of those game announcements are gonna be the majority positive. There's no is, way. This because is the sell next out time anyway, they announce right? five. There's, that's 10 that they're not announcing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to hate those five. Yeah. There's going to be like one, a couple big ones in there that, well, okay, Ooh. finally, I'm glad we got that. But mm-hmm. what about Tony Hawk? Then they announced four more five. What about Tony Hawk? Then they announced five more, re- finally. Yes. There's no Tony. And then that's when people are extremely going to rage out. Because you're stringing them along each time. Whereas yeah. you announce all 20, yes. let everybody get it out of their system, be really upset about the stuff that yeah. they didn't get. Then that'll quiet down a couple months later by the time we finally get our hands on the product. We'll remember why we love the PlayStation. We'll get in our hands. Look how adorable this thing is. I want it on my show. It's so easy. I can just pop in seven or MGS or anything. It's and just play it. It looks so good because it's you know not the, the thing to me. HDMI that now makes me worry about this. Is, 
is a, it it just smells kind of like what you, you know I I think I mentioned it on here, but they you know they announced that uh, Commodore sixty four thing and then they've had the Atari ones and stuff as oh, well. Oh, the Atari one was weird. Yeah, you did talk about that thing. Yeah, but it, the the Commodore sixty four one is the one where they announced it. and I'm like, oh cool. And then I looked at the games and I'm like, I don't. What are any of these games? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many games you have if they're just like the 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 bottom of the barrel, you know, stuff that you could afford. And I and I and that's what I'm worrying about here with the PlayStation. That there's just the the games that people really want, they can't afford to put on this system. Damiani, will this product sell out this year? Uh, I think it will. I think so too. I think it will. I, I, I think that's part I, of the problem. I, I, yeah. Gonna probably yeah. Sell I, I think anyways, people are just gonna yeah. jump mm-hmm. on it. I think yeah. it's also partly due to what happened with the NES and Super Nintendo Classic. These are really big names. Yeah, I know Atari used to be a big name. I know Commodore used to be a big name, but PlayStation is still a big brand. PS PS One is a huge fan following. A lot of nostalgia factor behind it. I think it is guaranteed to sell it. I'm very curious, and I don't I don't want to talk about like what wish would be on it or not. I'm more curious about what the regional differences. I'm I'm positive they're going to sure, be regional Japan to Europe to US sure. there'll be at least one game that's like on the Japanese version that no one else will get probably yeah. trying to like still figure it out also curious if we'll get Final Fantasy uh, uh, 8 since you know there's all the rumors about like that being hard to bring other yeah it's like if it comes out on this it's like Why not? oh okay because this is the PlayStation 1 game adaptation this they have that. They yeah. just put it on it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's on PS3's PlayStation Store. Have they specified whether this will play CDs or not? It will not. It no, is smaller than no a CD, dude. It is so yeah. tiny. Yeah. What, what would you think of play a CD? Nostalgia factor. Joanna, you got to see how small this thing is. I it's saw super the comparison tiny. shots, but yeah. CDs are still small. So like, <laughs> no. What? All right. Maybe a game. Uh, game that was a bad attempt at a joke, about? but like. That was one of the biggest things about the PlayStation was like, right. you put a music CD in there. Yeah. Or vice versa. You could take some PS1 CDs How and put they- them in a CD player and play the soundtrack. Uh, what's up, Ian? Oh, I was just going to say, maybe I missed you mentioning this, but I don't think, because Castlevania Symphony of the Night would be the, the system seller for me, but I don't think it'll happen because of the rumors of Castlevania Requiem, the combo of... Uh, Ian, I forgot you wanted to talk about it on this podcast. Drop oh, no, it right I just, now. I just, well, I just thought Requiem. it'd be worth mentioning here because Let's Castlevania Requiem, rated by the Korean rating thing and then the ESRB the other day, uh, is a rumored combination Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood, I think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming to PS4. Uh, that's a rumor. So I don't think it would be on this if they're doing that, right? I don't oh, think that's. Point. I don't think that it makes it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily out, say yeah. no, but I think the problem with Sunday Night will ultimately will be maybe music licensing because that game gets flagged for anything. Don't stream it. Yeah, you can't oh, stream yeah. it. You put it on yeah. YouTube. It's like it's flagged. It's like. Can you imagine if they? Uh oh. Well, I hope one of the other version of these is the the one that had the uh, Dreamcast level two, the Secret Garden or whatever. But can you imagine if the Dreamcast version was on this PlayStation Classic? <laughs> That'd oh, the best version of that would of be Symphony of the Night. That'd be so. Dreamcast sick. or Saturn version? Uh, oh, maybe Saturn. Yes, sorry, Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Like Saturn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more likely for Requiem. I I would oh, love sure. I would love if this PlayStation thing has a Star Fox Two has something that you couldn't yeah, play. Yeah, of course. Those, like, yeah, want to ask because yeah, I'm not as well versed. Cool. What is like the big unreleased game that was actually shown off and stuff? Eco. How about how about like the what the, basically all they had done of Eco would be sick. 
Did they have enough done? They had a demo. They had something that was working that was like playable enough. Okay. How about something like that on that level? Like some prototype games. Prototype demos would be sick. I mean, the Final Fantasy VI demo. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be <laughs> yeah, so people, people talked about oh, Well, my. that was... Yeah, I that. watched that whole thing recently. It's actually yeah, really this, impressive. Yeah, yeah, really cool. graphics. yeah, it's really nice like camera movements and things. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't on any kind of consumer hardware. Resident Evil 1.5. Yeah. Uh, 1.5, yeah, that's a good one. Resident Evil 1.5. Yeah. Anything. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Resident Evil has to be. That's huge. They got to get one of those on there. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll keep making fun of it the more. Yeah, Silent Hill 1 would be a good yep. one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. With the, a D-pad. That's the thing. It's like, just. There's a gigantic list of things that should be on there. <laughs> the, like, more and more you talk about it and look at things, it's like, oh, yeah. People play Tomb Raider with a D pad, right? I guess you could do it. Tomb, yep, Tomb Raider. Uh, it's time for love and respect. Love and respect. Let us do. Let's do a thunder round of love and respect. Uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, DMC microtransactions, but we're running way over. Allies, annoying, sleazy, useless. These are the words I would use to describe my least favorite video game character a little orange pervert named Daxter. <laughs> I was like in I'm reading I'm reading through these I'm like okay you got me let's do this when I downloaded Jack 2 to my PS4 this month I expected not just a nostalgia trip of platforming and open world driving but a simple good versus evil storyline from a simpler time in the industry I didn't realize in this case that simpler meant a bunch of crude and lousy jokes about a hyperactive rat creature who wants to hump every girl and mock everyone who's old or ugly. I can't believe I thought this guy was cool. And I'm grateful Naughty Dog and the industry in general have moved on to better things. Allies, <laughs> is this the dark side of going back to earlier games with fully produced narratives? Is the PlayStation Classic going to make us whine at what we thought was cool in the 90s and 2000s? Or... Did games hit their stride with high-budget storytelling much earlier than I realized? Thanks, Dominic. I mean, this is true of, like, a lot of stuff. It's crazy yes. for me to go back. There's so many movies I go back and watch now, and I'm like, this can't be the same film, really <laughs> just because of its humor. Yeah. And, would, and it's... Yeah, I call this the Friends Syndrome. Ooh, like, yeah. watching Tell that again... Tell us why it's called the Friends Syndrome. Uh, this is just... I coined that right now, but, like, because <laughs> watching that again, you're just like, oh, damn, we've come a long way since the 90s. I need more examples. Oh, every episode is, like, gay panic, gender panic, like, somebody's freaking out because a man hugged a man. Like, like Joey and Chandler, they hug the a time. lot. No, yeah, but then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally like two every seconds episode, of hug. Like and every it's like, episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like pretty amazing. Also, it's just everyone's white. <laughs> you know. Because stuff. Write your angry comments. Just stuff now. still holds up. Sure. You know, there's still some things. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, I was, I've was been fascinated by ever since I first heard it is the, the Bechdel test where to have, if you're watching something, have two women had a conversation in that time about something other than men. Yeah. And... So many films fail that. It's ridiculous. Like, movies release now, you know? Like, even stuff like Black Panther, you're like, well, there it is. But, like, there's, it's just crazy to see. Like, to uh, watch 100 films came out in the 90s, and, like, two of them have that. Box like, Peak fails the Bechdel wow. test. Yeah, there you I go. I was looking at it. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, I failed. <laughs> it's hard, man. Uh, that, like, yeah. It shouldn't be, though, right? Yeah. So, it's Damn, not just that's games. Brutal. What? Um, that's just brutal. That's, even Episode 7? 
Stop that. Uh, uh, my goodness. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Hi, allies. I think that Bandai Namco does not get enough credit. They are underrated. Love and respect. Devin. Thanks, Devin. Sure. Love and respect. Hello, allies. I have been a huge fan of your work since 2006, and I'm glad to see you still going strong on Patreon. Here's my question. What are each of the panelists' favorite video game genres? Like platformer, RPG, MMO, RTS, FPS, action adventure, puzzle game, etc. And why? Keep up the excellent work. Love and respect. Adam Aluno. What is your favorite genre, Jones? Open world action adventure. Hey, whoa, you're, you got that locked and loaded, baby. Yeah, if there's a place I want to go there, if there's a thing I want to fight it. Cool. I just want it. I want the, I want that world to be realized as, as far as you can go. Daniel Bloodworth. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say action adventure as well. Not necessarily open open world, but yeah, I think uh, you know the Zeldas, the Metroids, the those parts of things that have crossed into Dark Souls. You know, yeah. Michael Damiani. I do love platformers, but oh, there are. Does feel like there's this, always felt like there was always more options with RPGs. It's always been a tug of war between platformer and RPG. I think I get the most pure pleasure from platformers, but because there hasn't been the greatest options at all times for that, or is RPGs like any year? It's like there's a really good RPG this year, at least, or two RPGs. Uh, give me the last RPGs. last RPG you enjoyed, last platformer you enjoyed. I mean. I just, I mean, RPGs wide. So yep. I mean, Valkyria Count Chronicles. It. Yep. Last yeah. platformer you enjoyed, and the last platformer I enjoyed was uh, had platform elements in it. So I don't know if it was a pure platformer. It was like the Messengers Ninja Gaiden action platform. Count it. That's yeah. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. So. Ian, favorite uh, genre. I'm curious how, how you're going to answer this one. Yeah, I mean, the jerk answer is like good. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I mean, obviously there's Souls, um, but thinking through it, first-person puzzle games, maybe? Ooh. Souls and first-person puzzle games, they're, like, tied. Those and, good and 2D platformers, but yeah, those are the ones. Yeah, for me, it's third-person games where you have a jump button and you're exploring to find secrets. It's basically whatever genre you would call I mean, that. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Action adventure. Yeah. <laughs> the Banjo-Kazooie so, yeah. genre. Uh, hey allies, it's my birthday. Uh, if you read this out loud, it will be. I am doing that. And Happy I just birthday. wanted to say to those who worry about getting old, I am nearly in my 30s. And yesterday, I put popping candy <laughs> in my mouth, then put energy drinks inside, and my mouth started frothing like crazy. Mm-hmm. You're only as old as you think you are. Play games, enjoy life, have fun, love and respect. Prototype J. Love it. Yeah. So if you didn't read it out loud, it wouldn't have been right. It's a quantum birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Quantum entanglement. I'm glad I was able to make it happen. You collapsed the wave function and made his birthday a reality. Time for bets. Next week's bet is about Mega Man 11, which will be released on Tuesday, October 2nd. I'm going to the top 11 most recent reviews on OpenCritic.com. How many times will I see the word man? (laughs) Man. Yep. 99. This is brutal. Nice. Couldn't, couldn't go all. Daniel Bloodworth? Couldn't go triple. Uh, 76. Oh. Michael ooh. Damiani? Well, I took Jones's number and flipped it upside down. I actually did bet 66. Okay. I took Jones's number, 99. Oh, no. I'm so mad. <laughs> wow. I'm so mad. <laughs> well, to you're going to love this because I did the same thing no! that Damiani did. I did 66. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 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 Oh, this, this is all four of us do 99. Yeah, let me lock that in. I should have done one. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, well, we are the lowest. <laughs> you know what's funny? Oh, uh, yeah. 
very recently I watched a show uh, on FS1, <coughs> this is Fox Sports Network, called Lock It In. And the entire oh, hour-long show that. is just—they're just making bets. Yeah, it's—it's it's my dream show. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so so fun. Do you think they pulled a Seth Myers and ripped us off? Yeah, I do not. There's another one like what, CSPN one like just kidding. Wagers, I don't think he actually uh, wager this or something. ESPN has a betting show too. There's something called like I'd wager this or something, and it's like what? I do think it's funny. It's called Lock It In. Lock it, I, yeah, lock it the phrase, I actually lock it think I saw like that on the TV like when I was getting takeout today. Nice. Yeah. I hope the show spreads. Basically, they have three people on the show every single day who make pretend bets with pretend money, and then they have a points total. It's like they're nasty with each other the way I wish this panel is nasty with each other. You know what I mean? I wish that after a bet, you're like, yeah, you suck. You know, yeah. just uh, the ESPN show may be called I'll Take That Bet. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. I'll Take That Bet. There you go. That's what it's called. That sounds like a good show, too. Yeah, yeah. It's They're so degenerate. It's just a degenerate, degenerate show. Um <laughs> Last week's bet was about Valkyria Chronicles 4, which was released today, September 25th. How many guns would be on the back of the box? Jones, you bet seven. Ben bet five. Huber bet four. I bet seven. Ian bet nine. And so uh, I asked people on Twitter to send it in. Uh, It's always hard for me to, on a Tuesday, look at box art in person. Uh, Two people sent them in. Uh, I disagreed with both people. Uh, Basically... Uh, I looked at the screenshots online that are on the back of the box so I could see them in full resolution and see, actually count how many guns would be in those screenshots. You should show it to me. I could probably help clarify. Okay, we're going to oh, do well, a live clarification with Michael longer. Damiano. There you go. No, that's Valkyria Chronicles yeah, 1. That's one. Yeah, She's yeah. got that weird drill that sword. That's yeah. That's a Valkyria. Um, all right, Damiani. Okay. No, no, I'm like... Uh, like I'm gonna ask you a question if they show because I I speculate there might be like the grenadier gun. Yeah, I did not is, count it. Which is not a gun; it's yeah, a mortar. Yeah, yeah. I did not count so, the mortar. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Okay, so, so Damiani. she's holding a sniper rifle right there. Yeah, so we do have to count that, of course. Okay. Uh, He's in a tank, so he has no gun on him. Right. There's uh, a. This is a. What's his name? Lars. No, there's no uh, Larsness. I can't Sounds see. Like so it's the guy who's got the attitude who grabs the butt. That's Raz. Raz. So Raz has a gun, and these two guys have a gun behind him. So we're at one, two, three, four. Okay. Uh, there is the sniper rifle again there. Uh, we don't count the mortar. So we're at five. And then this one in the menu is six. I, yeah, if I could say a high res, I could clarify, but yep. it's m- mainly this shot. Oh, uh, I, I pulled up that shot. I had, I had a better resolution of that one, too. It, it is, she's got her mortar there, but we have uh, Kai's sniper okay. rifle right there. That's six. All right. That is the worst possible number we could have gotten. We have do three count, winners. So, ah. do, wait, do you count a Gatling gun as a gun? Because the tank, the Hoffman, has a Gatling gun on it. it. What? It can fire bullets. Well, we said tanks didn't count last time. But if the tank has a it's, gun on it. You can you can de-equip it later by by the stock version of it comes. I don't with see a, a gun on it, though. I don't see the Gatling gun. I just it see goes a big right old tank cannon. Yeah, it does. I know. I know it has that. You have to see it. Yeah, you got to see that gun. Uh, I don't see it, dude. Man, this is the first time I didn't answer six for one of these. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's my go-to. I can't tell. I checked it. I checked that screenshot, dude. I don't think I have the tab open still. Because on other tanks, it's clearly visible, the the turret gun. Yeah. Uh, I did what I could to not get the number six, believe me. So, we have three winners. Jones, you win. Uh, ben wins and I win. Uh, yeah. Basically, we just separate ourselves further from poor Ian. Uh, so, Red Grouse now has 12 points. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorilla's 20. <laughs> Droopy Eagle's 12. Switcher Snakes, 6. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. That is the URL to find out how you could support the easy allies, this group of people plus four. Uh, we make videos about video games. We make live streams. We do reviews. We do previews. We do silly things. We do serious things. It is a fun YouTube channel to follow. It is a fun group to follow. Please do. Cool. Uh, we have to find out if Marvin survived. <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go, buddy. I kind of want him to survive. I think he'd be a good villain. Uh, Marvin, if you forgot, which makes sense, it's been a long podcast. Uh, this was the <laughs> wizard who had a magic marker. Yep. Who anything he draws comes into existence and functions, but he's a bad artist, and so it's hard to tell how to use these things. He died. <laughs> I love like the, just the thoughtful description. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's the thing is like I feel bad. They're, they're very thoughtful like submissions every week too. Yeah. It's like a really fun I think writing exercise, writing prompt I guess because we get so many creative things every single week. Um, I don't feel too bad about killing him off because it is just a writing prompt. Uh, we get so many actually like valuable characters who would be great in any any fiction. Keep your characters. Um, uh, we have to draft the rights and responsibilities. So, uh, Damiani, you're in, or sorry, Blood, you're in Ben's seat. So you get the first pick of final word, thing you want to promote, Twitter handle, or sign off. Um, there's that musical. There's on. that musical. <laughs> on. That's yeah. good. I'll, I'll, I'll do the video, I guess. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. Jones, what do you want? Uh, I'll do sign off. Oh, I want sign off. Okay, I'll <laughs> give you sign off. You want sign off? I'll give you sign off. No, I want final word. I'll take final word. Oh, all right. I'll cool. sign sure. off then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to sign off. I'll take final word. And then it goes back to blood again Good. for Twitter handle. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead, man. Oh, my, uh, yeah, my Twitter handle is at dbloodworth2. And, and the video you want to promote. And then, uh, yeah, for for video, uh, check out my uh, my Little Dragons Cafe review. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, has yeah. come full circle. I, I saw the... The game at GDC. I did a, a lengthy preview uh, a few months later, and now uh, the 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 review did not come out as well as I had hoped <laughs> for the. The game did not game. come out as well for yeah. review. Your review is excellent. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good vid. But uh, yeah, so check that out. Uh, final word is I want to talk. I've been thinking about voting. I mean, so these things I think about. So I didn't, I didn't used to vote because it is pointless. And so what is so weird is I think that anybody listening to the podcast, I can tell you if you vote, it won't matter. And that's the weirdest thing in the world because since I have started voting, I enjoy it. It feels good. And that's what I want to communicate to the people who don't vote is, yeah, it's true. It doesn't matter. You are statistically insignificant. Uh, and it's really, it's so weird. It's like, it's like you have to, the, the, the collective consciousness has to buy in to this feeling. Otherwise, there's no point anyone... It's nuts to me. I think about this stuff a lot. What I want to communicate to you with my final word is that it's worth it. It feels fun to vote. It feels fun to input uh, uh, yourself uh, like into decision-making, I guess. It feels as good as writing a negative comment. That's like the rush that I get after voting. It's, it's like, I did it. Like I, I let them know. I let them know. And so that's, I, I realize there are many of you listening to this podcast who will not vote. You thought the same things I thought. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I want to I want to say I've been there where you are, and it's so worth it. It feels good. You do have an impact in your own small way because uh, we exist in this giant universe. We're, we're a speck in this universe. We're a nasty little speck that's just going to die, but it feels right. It feels like a good thing to do. 
Brennan Jones, take it away. My trademark sign-off. <laughs> Your vote matters. What do you mean you let him out? Turned out to be a koala. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. 16-Bit Psych and Broke Astronaut. Beaten Down Brian. Ebb Software. El Fennis. Hogue Law. I Keyless. Imagine Betting. Mango. Sweet Justice. Alex AI. Blue. Jojo Denko. Caleb Crawford. Jesse Vitelli, Rob Middledorp, Dale Sun, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Cameron Hendry, Will Schmuck, Mark Dalga, Gabriel Heilborn, Bradley Spees, Professor Metal Gear, Paolo Costabel, Jake Musser, Richard G. Flowers, Dave Red, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Ken Layer, Corey Jackson, Demos Clay, Dan Sebring, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Tim O'Keefe, Ethan R.C., Mick Roper, Robert Stoffel, Cody Harden, Richard Smuts, Sean German Efficiency Clinton, Mylene LaPerle Vanasse, Anti Ataraxia, Michael Besegli, Ali Cat, Chum Nguyen, Discarded Digit, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Matthew Pauling, Gino Elite, James Vitt, Jason A. Sackle, Luke Bennett, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, Lore Wright, G. Levin, G. Ken, Santosh Jackson, Stephen Thomason, Yasser Kurbushi, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Colt Doss, Paul Nolson, Jay Shi, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Yong Lee, Samsa Stormbomb, XWF Outlaw, Phoenix Doss, Niz Klojgaard, Andrew Kidd, Peter Davis, Emil Val, Mr. M, Rack, Brad Lohman, Simon Anderson, Noah Weinstein, Malflax, Sebastian Olson, Tim Strothman, DRD 7 of 14, Brad Grenz, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sam Hendrick, Lars Berger, Jordan Kirk, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Daryl Reeves, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joachim Morovuo, Miguel Rivas, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, David Wen, Jesper Lawson, Oni Blackmage, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Marius Smith, Catherine Lai, Gary James, John Santoro, Robert Crouch, Kit Snow, Mikhail Aniel, Ulf himself, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Max Harms, Wavering Radiant, Trenton Robison, Scott Adams, V8 Dave, Leroy Anderson, Janny Markula, Ritz 1906, Eric Gustafson, Fabian Schuster, Toasty Soul, Christian Hundorf, Alex Lavanier, Tony Knox, Adam Damon, Tars Fomars, Isun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, George D. Snyder, Brian Vilar, Mauricio Fuentes, Quick Scares, Ian Ladarzik, Brian Foster, The Classiest Hobo, Bryce Hornsby, Burwa Hama Mahmud, Zintrax, Corey Landega, Modron, Paul Bishop, Sean Smith, Travis Miosi, Carl Williams, Jalen Scott, Nick Waterman, Brandon White, Matt McCarthy, Sean Mackey, Gabriel Aberg, Morpheus, Yasser Alusaini, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Sean M. Gabaldon, Reed Johnson, Nergal131, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Robert Olson, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, 
Kurzis Stavrogowski, Volker Bach, Jake McEnroy, Blake Bonsack, Sean De Almeida, Jeremy Ferris, Saturn, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Daniel Mogo Sanchez, Kiraz, Jacob Whittington, Jason Ward, Robert Oresti, Wouter DeHaze, Matthew Holmes, Settling Geek, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, Michael Wilson, General Piet, Trey Thompson, Leon Keyes, Mugen Hamura, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, Adam Lindsay, Shiana Metz, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Andreas Bard, Jeff Easton, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki 211, Amanda, Alexander Zirianov, Jesse Fish, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Braveglieri, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al Rashed, Butt Puddin, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Siddall, Michael Shriver, G Sith, Mac Reed, Haley Hill, Andrew Stoke, Simonize23, Matt Gunther, There Is No Dana, Only Zool, Emmett Ang, Joshua Vanswall, Allison Douglas, Bites and Brews, 1D10 The Show, Sebastian Trier, Aurelian Grenier, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Wenbo Shan, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Matt, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Link 666 Goron, Terrence Ireland, Ibrahim Sozer, Momo Rashid, Paul Sway, Rickard Enbaum, Michael Clendenan, S. Snake 24, Carolus Zydzelis, Lee Young, Timo Yeager, Lindsey Wells, Hayden Hargraves, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Mikkel Hervel Nemo, Chase Caldwell, Hawkins Sturz and Sturz, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Barry, Mikey Mizek Novak, Adam Henry, Ms. Racy, Beautiful Kai, Hudson Bilbury, Sean Rowe, Ronnie Halperin, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, John Burns, Durgesh Patel, Michael Lay, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Me M, Gary Fair, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Toro DK, Daniel Wong, Hadi Ali, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Sven Von Brand, Matthew Migler, Santiago Carrillo, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Ryan Ponder, Delisi, Mither Strongbeard, Daniel Data, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jay Aliar, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Awesome Express, Zrail, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, Felipe Aguilera, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Tim Mann, Brian Everett, Chris the Pianist, Damnable Nook, Michelle Nubb, Michael Stevens, Sandra and Richard Acero, Andrew Smith, Battleox, Pablo Rodriguez, Matthew Colomb, Mick Molloy, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Sun Fan, David Amaro, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chineglia, Cody Wesley, Nathan Hermanson, Zach Kaczynski, Nuno Amaral, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Pete Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Christian Larson, Gali Gutierrez, Chris LaRue, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Sud Almasafer, Monica, Jonas Secula, Remy Loisel, Michael Kozachenko, Pete Shoemaker, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Ripus Edad, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Atui, Azazel Valkyrie, GW Fox, Jan Hildebrandt, Mazrim Tame, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Crediar, Self Confessed Cynic, A Pack of Puppies, Robert Woltz, V. Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Jason I, Andrea, Sean Cornett, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I, Will Arrowwood, Blastermaster, Gustav Strombaum, Christoph Packlinger, Thomas Mullins, Kane Morton, Nefertiti Jenkins, Malcolm Moshet, Adam, Anthony Rydell, Cal, Joel Olson, Justin Chang, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, 
Patrick, Trevor Thomas, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Struggler, Randall Crittenden, Jose Gutierrez, Tense George, Dominic Brown, Sal Ramon, Chad McIntosh, Bunny Chen, Matt Surinami, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Leif Johnson, Ian Anderson, Zahid Hosseini Karami, Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Hasni, Oru Kachino, Skender Yashari, Jana, Royce Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Thorfkin, Ali Khan Sunger, Matthew Robles, Shanley Ladia, Rerun, Linson Wu, Luis Ibarra, Brandon Robinson, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Neuromod, Russell Bateman, BM5, Elliot Moscow, Richard Gunther, Daniel Fuchs, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Tolls JTJ, Christopher A. Butler, Ian Bradburn, John Prey, Sean Essen, John Zalat, Kenny Barnes, Sebastian K. Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.